In the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 10, this is letter number 3196. Baruch Hashem, the 17th day of Tevis, Tavshin Tazvov, Brooklyn. Mr. Yaakov Sheyichia Parnas. Shalom Avrocha. So the Rebbe says, I was happy to get uh, the news uh, from the great titles uh, and uh, activist, uh, energetic, Merenu Tzvi Hirsch. That's his Herschel Chitrik. Uh, eventually, he ended up, like I said, in Brooklyn and uh, was a successful businessman and uh, also a supporter of uh, Torah uh, in uh, Chabad and other communities. So he wrote to the Rebbe at that time, he was a Shaliach in Brazil. He wrote to the Rebbe about the interest of this Mr. Parnas in the community, the communal activities of Lubavitch, the Lubavitch outreach work. He also sent me your article in which you have a write-up, you describe the Yutas Kislev Fabrengen, the Svadus of Yutas Kislev, the 19th of Kislev Fabrengen. And the Rebbe says, I'm hopeful that your interest will be a lasting one and that it will also continue in the weekdays of all year because, of course, he described Yutas Kislev, which was a special day, a special moment in the Hasidic teaching. But the Rebbe says that he's hopeful that his interest will last also during the weekdays of the entire year. As Hasidus teaches and points to that when there is an interest uh, with another Jew, when there is an interest in another Jew, and in generally when we talk about the, the love of thy fellow Jew, that needs to be tested and that needs to be proven through the uh, relationship and the expression how you relate to weekday Jews in the weekday of their lives. In other words, there are some Jews that live their lives like a weekday. They're not, they're not like a holy day. But the Rebbe says he wants his excitement and his write-up of Yutas Kislev to continue also in further in the simple Jews or the unaffiliated Jew. The Rebbe calls them here the weekday Jews in their weekday life, which means in their ordinarily regular life. And the Rebbe says, especially when you take into consideration that if you really want truthfully want every Jew can make holy every detail and every happening of his daily life. So you have the ability to really change things around, to impact and give from that holiness to transform the day. Everybody has, you can make your weekday into a holy day. You can make it into a Shabbos, into a Yontif.
This is also the mission of every Jew, that they were all together, and each one separately, they were made into a kingdom of Kohanim. God refers to the Jewish people as Amamleches Kohanim, the Goy Kodesh, a nation of priests and a holy nation. Now, the priests are considered to be the holy nation. The part, because they are serving the temple, they eat the holy foods, so they're considered amongst the Jews like the Holy One, but the whole Jewish people are a Goy Kodesh. So, at that moment, at the time the Torah was given, when they became a nation, by Matan Torah, we have uh, the mission, uh, we're all made into a holy people, so we have to reach out to every Jew so that they too can become holy. So, what is the Rebbe getting at? The Rebbe is taking issue with what he read in his article. The Rebbe said, I read in your article that you have said that Yiddishkeit in Brazil is a desert. It's like in a desert. Oh, okay. And the Rebbe says, on which I cannot agree. So the Rebbe says, I'm hopeful that you are not uh, holding on to this expression literally. That when you say that Brazil is a desert, sometimes you use a very strong word to express your uh, exaggeration by saying how far Yiddishkeit is it so that you're trying to influence the reader and to try to capture them by telling them what's going on over here in Brazil, that it's a desert. But under no circumstances can I agree that Brazil is a desert. Why? What does a desert mean? A desert, a midbar in Hebrew, means a place that even when you should sow and you plow and you sow, nothing is going to grow. So when you say it's a desert, you're absolutely saying, sort of, that even if you work hard and you try to plant over there, then nothing is going to grow. But the instruction and the teaching of the Baal Shem Tov and the Alter Rebbe is, however, that every Jew is an Eretz Chefetz. Every Jew is a land of desire. What does it mean? It's a land that people yearn for it. They lust for it. Because why does everybody, why is every Jew considered a land of lust? Something because they hold unmeasurable treasures. Every Jew holds unmeasurable treasures within themselves. So likewise, so it's not a desert, likewise, every Jew in every time and in every place has tremendous treasures and has in himself, he contains unshakable points of Judaism that you cannot 
actually or untouched points of Yiddishkeit. In other words, nobody has touched it yet to bring it out to the open. What does the work consist of only to reveal, to uncover, and to bring out that point of Judaism? It's there, which is hidden, and it's not visible. Then you reveal also the hidden treasures. That's what it is. So it is not a midbar. So the Rebbe says this discovery and bringing out of that point of Judaism, the Kudas Hayadus, is different. It's different ways by different people do it. Some people, some can do it and they are able to succeed on their own. They can reveal their own point of Yiddishkeit. But others must come on to the help from the outside. They need somebody to help them to uncover their points of Judaism, which is in them. But that is certain, however, that when you plow properly and then you sow afterward, the blessed Hashem gives the rain of blessing, just like when you plow, you will have, if you plow metaphorically on the person to discover his inner, and then you uh, sow it properly, you will get the blessing, the rain blessings of Hashem. And to such an extent that even from one kernel, one seed, you can grow from it an entire tree which produces good fruit. So all what you got to do is you got to sow this one kernel, one one pit, and then you get a whole entire tree. And there is no exceptions in this case. Even those that up till now did not have success in this, and when they will find those people who have not yet discovered their own uh, point of Yiddishkeit, but when they will be, when you'll find, there will be those that will plow in the fullest measure, and they will sow in the fullest measure. So then for sure the time will come of growth and to produce the hopeful fruits that were hopeful. So the Rebbe says, I want to hope that you, because you have an influence on a great circle, a large circle of readers, you would do everything that's in your capabilities to bring closer this and do your part in this in the fullest measure and may the blessed Hashem succeed you with uh, respect, with blessing, in the name of the Rebbe, by the secretary. <clears throat> so the Rebbe, specifically, I'm sorry, because what, what, I think what the Rebbe didn't want him to give up, the fact that he, probably the article was an expression of sort of uh, giving up hope on Brazil having Judaism. 
And the way he wrote in his uh, expression, he wrote it as a desert. And the Rebbe takes issue with that, a desert with that description of Judaism in Brazil because a desert means it doesn't have the ability to grow, even if you should work hard. And the Rebbe is telling him that, no, we can, and if you work hard and you plow and you sow and every Jew has that potential in themselves, and you just, sometimes people can dig into them, their own potential, sometimes they need the help from others, but if you, people will be there to help them along in their journey, it is no question that the blessings of the rain to make it grow, that from a small kernel you may get even a large tree, it's all, and the Rebbe blessed him to work. This is still the Rebbe's effort to get everybody involved and to try to bring Yiddishkeit as much as we can. Now, 